Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. But it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's, what, that's why boxing is the way it is. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. He comes on damn near parpedos full steam ahead. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of being on top. Who am I? I am your modest host. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm a four-time Golden Glove champion, and I've won some awards for my boxing writing. So allegedly, supposedly, I'm supposed to know a little bit about boxing. But I've always found out that the average boxing fan probably knows more than I do, has a different insight to the game of boxing. So straight up, I open up the toll-free phone lines at the top of the hour just for you. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. It's the toll-free studio line. Of course, you can also text, text us here in the studio. Studio text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You know, I've seen some far show fights in my time. I mean, I've seen fixed fights. I've seen fights where guys are taking dives. I've seen Muhammad Ali take place, uh, take part in wrestling matches with Antonio Inoki and Lyle Alzado of the uh, former NFL star that was famous for steroids. Bottom line is, you know, exhibitions are exhibitions, but I never thought of a guy would be able to generate $100 million doing an exhibition against a guy that's never won a fight. I'm talking about Floyd Mayweather. His record stands at 49-0. The guy is going to fight tonight or box tonight or have an exhibition and whatever they're going to do, he's 0-1. 0-1. So who am I to call Floyd Mayweather a crook? saying he's the biggest con since Paul Newman and Robert Redford in the movie The Sting on circa 1972. I kid you not. Because this is the biggest con of all time. And guess what? If you buy into it, you're part of the con. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, WBC Boxing TV.
Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Would it bother you much if I worked a little longer? Uh, Just... Before the door closed when you leave. Thank you. If there's magic in boxing, it's the magic of fighting battles beyond endurance. Beyond cracked ribs, ruptured kidneys, and detached retinas. It's the magic of risking everything for a dream that nobody sees but you. 
Time to bring it to the City of Angels, Southern California, bringing the retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. Of course, how are you this morning, sir, and how is he God, Mama? Uh, we're doing all right. Beautiful day out here, and um, um, a friend of Patricia's is down from state of Washington to uh, happy us. Isn't it cool to to see people again? I mean, I was I'm a bit of a loner, yeah. and you know that to an extent, but I'm I'm very happy to see people again. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's happening, and um, people are rejoicing and remembering what life was about, friends and. Uh, family and all that good stuff. Good point. You know, Larry, a lot of people have been sending me texts and emails and this and that over the pe- the period of the pandemic watching boxing movies. Do I like this one? Do I like that one? I'm not a big boxing movie guy. I had Bud Schoberg on the show like about 15 or 20 years ago. He, of course, wrote, wrote On the Waterfront, I believe, with Marlon Brando back in the 50s. That's considered one of the greatest boxing movies of all time. We heard the clip coming in here with Morgan Freeman, I believe, and uh, A Million Dollar Baby. So, what, what do you think were the, some of the better boxing movies? And were you in Million Dollar Baby? Was that one of your flicks? Um, it was. It was a nice movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it helped encourage uh, women who wanted to try the game with boxing gloves on. Mm-hmm. And um, I go back as a kid to Body and Soul. Whoa. With John Garfield. John Garfield. Yeah. And there John was a remake Garfield. of that. There was a poor remake of it, but go on. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Right. It was a, a classic movie, and it, 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 it put three words into the language, body and soul. Um, so that's one of them that I remember, and of course, they're the Rocky movies. Um, I spent time with Stallone when I was at NBC, uh, came out here to the Olympic Auditorium in in Los Angeles, and uh, he gave us an exhibition of how you choreograph a fight. I had never put in my mind the word choreograph uh, and fight together. But that's basically what it is. And you could hear Stallone talking under his breath to uh, Carl Meadows, I guess, mm-hmm. and saying, okay, I'm going to the ropes. Uh, I'm going to throw a left. And uh, it was like scripted, but under their breath they were um, they were playing it out. Well. Choreographed. That sort of sounds like what I think might take place tonight. This this hundred million dollar exhibition. Larry, you and I are not Floyd Mayweather fans, but I mean, how do, how you can show up to a non fight and make eighty million bucks or a guaranteed eighty million dollars is beyond me. Uh, well, it certainly is. I mean, uh, boxers from time immemorial have found gigs yeah. uh, to make money after they retired um, but not this kind of money because 
it's a different world today, and um, if he can make it, good for him. But uh, he's not going to have my fifty dollars mm-hmm. or whatever they're charging. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's not a boxing event, and uh, it's it's a boxing ex- ex- exhibition. Yeah, and it, it has a WWE flair to it, without a doubt. And of course, um, the twenty million dollars going to a guy that's never won a fight, and of course, Mayweather's like forty nine and zero. Good lord! Anyway, you know, I was thinking about Ali, and Ali did some. Nah, I don't say low-level things, but the Inoki thing, of course, probably took a couple of years off his career, the damage to his legs from getting kicked in the legs. But he did the Lyle Alzado thing. I mean, Ali did a, a few of those crazy things. I mean, Jack Dempsey did some exhibitions and things like that. So everybody's done a little bit wrestling and things like that, but never this kind of money. And, of course, it's a different world right now. But straight up, Larry, um, I think it would be great for the boxing game if Floyd Mayweather got knocked in the, knocked into the dirt tonight. And the reason why I say that is I'm not a Mayweather fan. And secondly, I think it would bring all kinds of squ- more squares to the game of boxing, getting to watch it. Well, um, it ain't happening. I'm not. I'm not counting on that. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, um, come on. Uh, we know that it's, it's just a matter of. How long uh, Mayweather tries to carry this this oaf, mm-hmm. and um, he's found a way to make a pretty good living <laughs> um, fighting guys who can't fight. You know, you know the Body and Soul movie we just talked about the remake when they did it in about. I guess it was about 89 or 90, somewhere around there. They did the remake, and it was a weak remake, but they did it. Uh, they portrayed Roberto Duran and Sugar Ray Leonard being, being part of that movie, and Roberto Duran was the alleged bad guy in that, in that flick, The Body and Soul, the second one. And I remember he was holding the baby, taking a picture with the baby, and the baby <laughs> peed on him, so he threw the baby <laughs> on the ground. I thought that was like the most, that just like uh. blew, that blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, um, <laughs> that's, what happens when, that's what happens when uh, a fiction replaces a reality. Without a doubt. Well, reality re- replaces fiction, I should say. You didn't have any contact with Brando. Schulberg told me that Brando was a good guy to be around. Did you have any contact with him? I think you told me you didn't. Well, I was in the Army. And um, I was coming home for a weekend, or maybe I was going back back to the base. Um, and we were, in, and I, my parents uh, took me to a uh, Chinese restaurant in Chinatown in New York. And Brenda was sitting about a table and a half away. Okay. Um, and that was around the time he had this big. Broadway hit, which I don't remember the name of, um, but um, I'm glad to hear that he was a good dude to have, be around. Well, they said he was a good guy to have around, and then I, I heard that he got so fat that he had, he had to carry his belly around in a wheelbarrow. Now, is that myth? <laughs> um, it sounds like a joke, <laughs> and I assume it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, the heavyweight championship of the world is going to go down in Las Vegas, of course, in front of 75,000 people now. The big stadium, the Allegant, I think, stadium, of course, home of the Oakland Raiders, 75,000 people. 
Will, will, will this fight, the fact that they're going a third time, will, will they be able to fill, fill that place? Do you think the place will be filled? I don't know. That's a lot of folks. Uh, and maybe because it is a big event and um, it will get a lot of hype, uh, they'll find a way to fill the stands. Um but happily, uh, in that event, uh, it's it's the fight that matters. Okay. I mean, I I mean they can show two sides of the two fights that they've had, and um, it's a legitimate trilogy. Okay, good point. Um, Sky Sports is out of the boxing business. Well, not not voluntarily. Barry Hearn is taking his his uh, matchroom uh, action over to the zone. Isn't that that's like one of the biggest television moves in in, in the history of uh, UK broadcasting, without a doubt. You know, I'm not familiar with that part of the world. I I'm cu- curious when something happens, um, but. That's capitalism at its best, uh, maybe at its worst. Um, the guys who put up the best deal are the guys who are going to g- get the fights. Good point. La- last question for the Godfather. Um, what was the flashiest ring, en- ring entrance you ever saw? I thought it was Princeton Seema Med coming in on that magic carpet in London. Well, that was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I can remember remarking that uh, a lot of people were hoping he went straight to Iceland. <laughs> uh, but that, that that's pretty good. Um, uh, I don't know what they're coming up with for the heavyweight fight because uh, the Brit is a great showman. Mm-hmm. And they'll think of something. Okay. Will you have a wonderful day and say hello to my million dollar baby, the Godmama, for me? Give her my best, and we'll talk next week. Have a great week, Godfather. Thank you, Pedro. The one, the only, the great, the Hall of Famer, Mr. Larry Merchant, exclusively on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but hey, you know that. Get up, get on up. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Like a guy says, you're going to eat lightning and you're going to crack thunder. Like a sex machine, you got to have the feeling. Shoot your bone, get it together. Right on, right on. Get up, get on up. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. 
For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771 That's 800-410-4771 Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know. But I can tell you one thing, he punched good. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hello, killer! Joe Frazier. Smoking Joe Frazier, of course, Philadelphia's very own former world heavyweight champion, beat Muhammad Ali, the fight of the century, March 8th, 1971, a 15-round unanimous nod in Madison Square Garden. Of course, the fight of maybe of all time, the greatest fight of all time in the minds of a lot of people. Anyway, you know, Joe Frazier and I had... A little bit of a weird relationship because when he used to look at me, he, you know, I, I'd be run, I'd do a few press conferences and things like that, and I'd be the MC of the press conference. The television people would bring me in to do the the MC in the press conference, and of course, I'd be hyping things up from behind the dice and this and that. And I remember one time we we're eating in, in a restaurant in Philadelphia, and Joe had a toothpick in his mouth, and he looked over at me, and he was just looking at me like, you know, like, hey, like, what are you? And it's because I was doing my thing was we were doing the press conference there in the restaurant. And um, I always wanted to know what he was thinking about me. I mean, he was always looking at me like a couple of times he would look at me through a toothpick. But I always wondered what Smoking Joe was thinking, you know. And I remember he told me one time, you know, you got the gift of gab. And I said, are you saying that I got a big mouth? And he said, you said it. I didn't. <laughs> Good old Joe Frazier, Smoking Joe Frazier. Of course, one of the um, not a funny story about Joe Frazier, but the mowing the lawn thing. You know, he's mowing his lawn and. He pulls a lawnmower back over his foot and chops over a t- chops off a toe, but the toe stays inside the shoe. 
Okay, so he drives to the emergency hospital all by himself, observes all the traffic signals along the way. He gets to the uh, hospital, and they take off his boot, and his toe falls off. Mm, Joe Frazier, I kid you not. Checking out some boxing results. Uh, I don't know if this guy was a tough guy at one point in time. J.D. Chapman, now 30 no, 26 scales, came back after like a 14 or 15-year layoff, but... You know, he's 38 years old, and he won every round against a, uh, an MMA guy named Tony Lopez, Kryptonite Gomez, Rip Kryptonite Lopez. Well, Kryptonite must have been um that must have been what he had before the fight because he lost every round anyway. 294 pounds is what this guy weighed on four days' notice. Why is he even fighting? He last fought in 2008. Why would this guy even be fighting? I mean, who's willing to pay this guy to fight? I just don't know. Of course, cruiserweight Anthony uh Anthony Martinez went to 10 and 1 to successfully defended the WBO Latino title by stopping Dominican challenger Christian Galvez, 18-8, 16 KOs, at 1-2-8 of round number two. Of course, that was at the king of promotions, El Mundo Boxing in Hotel Catalina, Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. You know, they're hopping and rolling over there. There's boxing, man, all over the place. And unfortunately, Kingpin is still around. I, I, I almost, he's almost old enough to box with me. I kid you not, I'm talking about. Kevin Kingpin Johnson. Now he's got. He's like at one time he was really a, a, a not fringe contender, fringe contender, but like a like a legit top ten type of guy. I mean, he was worthy of like eight or ten somewhere around there in the top ten. Anyway, now thirty five and eighteen, one stop, one draw, nineteen KOs. Of course, he is the how can I put this? The opponent. I mean, always now he's just the opponent. They're bringing him as the opponent. Of course, he's he faced unbeaten WBC number ten ranked contender, IBF number seven, WBA number nine, WBO number thirteen. Take that back. He was WBC number ten heavyweight Agit Cabarel. Now twenty one and 13 kills at twelve round unanimous not over a forty one year old former world title challenger. If you couldn't stop a forty five uh, a forty one year old fat man, guess what? I don't think you're going too far in the world of boxing. Sorry, pal. Just the way I look about it. The German cruiserweight on the uh, card, the prospect. They're calling him a prospect. Roman Frescord, a six round K over previously unbeaten Camille Carucci, who is now eleven and one with zero KOs. The zero KOs are. I haven't seen a guy with eleven fights and, and I haven't seen a guy with ten fights and no knockouts in a long, long time. I can't even. I remember. Remember a lot of women. A lot of women, you know, women can't punch their ways out of paper bags. But, but they're designing different gloves now, making it sharper, uh, easier for the women to get leverage on their punches. Because you know, if you're a, if you're a woman and you weigh 135 pounds, and you have a man you weigh 135 pounds, if they both throw a boxing glove that's eight ounces. You know, the, the woman's glove is not going to have the leverage or the power on it. So, therefore, I think the gloves in women's boxing should be smaller or, or at least designed in a different way. Put the weight maybe on the wrist. I think the WBC is working on that. They've been working on that for a long time. But I'm of the opinion they should just, like, take the gloves and make them down like four-ounce gloves. Let the women fight with four-ounce gloves, four- and six-ounce gloves. And, you know, somebody said to me, oh, you want vicious knockouts and all that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. I just don't think it's fair for women to have to throw an eight- or a ten-ounce glove. I just don't. I don't think they have the leverage, the upper body strength, the delivery, the speed. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is, unless you're an exception to the rule, you're probably not going to get good leverage on your blow if you're a woman. That's just the way it is. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, WBC Boxing TV. Hour number two, we go to the U.K. and bring in Sir Kenneth Rainford. He'll tell me what's going on, of course. Tell us what's going on in the uh, United Kingdom. Of course, Tyson Fury over there training. He's part of that Tyson Fury camp, has been in the past. So we'll talk with Kenny in depth in hour number two. The world of the UFC... Not, not, you know, I'm not into that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting further and further away from. It. Remember, at one point in time, we did an, almost an hour of MMA talking. Now, I just don't know if it's worthy of talking about because I'm of the opinion that, you know, Dana White being the pimp that he is, and that's my opinion now. A pimp is somebody that procures prostitutes and makes them 
do sexual favors for money and then take some of their money. Well, I think that Dana White does the same thing with with MMA fighters. I mean, this is the way it is. He makes these guys get in death match after death match, puts them in tough fight after tough fight. Of course, the training is the training takes away from uh, training has resi- residual effects as well. But these fights have tremendous residual effects. I mean, getting kicked in the head, even if you even if you don't lose, getting kicked in the head or kneed in the head or you know and that's that's not healthy. I don't think. Anyway, bottom line is the world of the USC three seven hundred ninety million bucks is what it was. Uh, made last year, and he gave the talent about 8 to 10%. Now, I'm going to say it again, and it sounds a little crude when I say this, but if you were a pimp working the streets of San Francisco back when I was a policeman here, you could not get away with paying your girls 10% on the dollar. You just couldn't do it. I mean, they do a $100 trick, you to tell them, uh, that $100 trick, uh, yeah, I'm going to give you 10 bucks. It ain't going to happen. But in the world of Dana's, Dana's world, he can give them less than 10 bucks. And guess what? They're lining up to take it. Lining up to take it because... He's the biggest game in town. And they think that, you know, I want to be a star. I want to be a star. And that's the only way to go to be a star. Well, unfortunately, the mixed world of mixed martial arts, I don't think stardom is really attainable to too many people. I think the fact that there's death match after death match. And, and you know, I mean, the heavyweight champion of the world, Stipe Miocic, what, he defended the title uh, a, a total of three times. That was a record for, for heavyweight title offenses. And, and this title came into existence in 1993. So as the most I've got is three title offenses. Think about that. Heavyweight champion of the world, he can't defend more than three times because of the fact he's in death match after death match. Of course, that last time they put Stipe Miocic in that, in that mismatch against Francis Ngannou. Would Ngannou weighed like 40 pounds more than him, and at least that before the weigh-in, after the weigh-in, God knows what he weighed, but 40 pounds before the weigh-in, uh, you looked at the guy as like man versus beast. Like you shouldn't be in the same weight class. Maybe there should be a super heavyweight weight class in the uh, in the world of the UFC or, or the world of boxing, maybe over 250 pounds. You know, I talked with, with Mauricio Suleiman, president of the World Boxing Council, but he just came up with this Bridgegate um, weight division, which is 224 pounds, which is like a midway for a heavyweight. And I think that's sort of cool because, you know, a 225-pound heavyweight has little or no chance against a 265-pound heavyweight. That's just the way it is. I mean, the more pounds, the size, the differential, you know, two things matter in, in combat sports, size. And I take that back. Two things matter uh, as far as size is concerned. And, and, and it's pornography and combat sports. Size prevails in both, no doubt about that. Daniel Dubois, remember him? Once beaten guy from the U.K., of course, now. What's he, 16-1, wax. Big puncher at one point in time. Scored a one-punch knockout over Bogdan Dunu. Uh, and the, take that 23 now, 16 KOs to win the vacant WBA interim heavyweight title on Saturday night at the Telford in, uh, International Center in, in Telford, England. Now, I thought the WBA had that Manuel Char was one of their heavyweight champions. And who was the other heavyweight champion they had? They had like one, two, they've got like three or four heavyweight champions. So maybe we can figure that out in the coming weeks. Who is the WBA heavyweight title holder, even if it's worthy talk, talking about? You are tuning to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. <clears throat> After the break, we'll take a trip to, um, yeah, we'll take a trip back in time with one of my favorite people. Maybe yours too. Of course, I'm talking about Muhammad Ali. His death, uh, the anniversary, I think it was five or six years ago, just passed in the past couple of days. And he's been on my mind. And, you know, he was the greatest, right? So after the break, Muhammad Ali and why I am the greatest. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking for the world of boxing and MMA. Usually we have a live stream going on. Uh, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USC channel. But the damn Twitch went down again. I mean, it's just like, this is the most, this is like, yeah. I just like grip my teeth when I come in here, man. But the bottom line is, no Twitch broadcast today. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tower of power to the break. Ain't nothing stopping us now. Yeah. 
And all these fighters that, that are, you know, they share in the revenue. They do share in the revenue. They have, an, uh, 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 they have the upside in the pay-per-view, you know? Mr. Dana White, wherever you are, I have a hit list. But I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. Time for your small business report, presented by Dell Small Business. When you begin a new business venture, it's easy to get excited and want to tap into different markets. But spreading yourself too thin can result in missed opportunities to capture an engaged audience. Instead, stay focused on your niche and constantly optimize your products and services. Create organic SEO growth because it drives trust. And be sure to reinvest in your digital marketing. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specials during Dell's Summer Sale Event. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. Benny King did this song originally. Of course, he was an original member of the Drifters. He took the songs of the Drifters. They told him the song sucked. And uh, they sent him on his own as far as doing the song solo. So he did the solo, and it sold more records than the Drifters ever sold as a as a unit, as a career. I kid you not, stand by me. Anyway, who do you think that is? Larry Merchant didn't know. 
That is Muhammad Ali, then Cassius Clay, back in 1962 or 1963, of course, doing his thing. Hey, he he, he was on the, the uh, R&B charts there, the rock and roll charts there for a little bit. So Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay has done a whole lot of stuff as far as entertaining people. You know, it's been five, I think it's been six years now since he passed, and it, it's tough when I look at pictures of him and me and think about the good times we had and you know, around the world. I mean, I mean, this, he was just a blast to be around no matter where he was. He was always pulling tricks and playing games. He liked to prank people, you know, and, and we all, in in the trick, when we used to play the, uh, the phony thumb, he had a phony thumb where he would like stuff a, stuff a handkerchief up in his thumb and the thumb would disappear and, you know, he'd say, where's the handkerchief, all that kind of good stuff. He showed me how to do that trick. I mean, it's a pretty good little trick anyway. It's not that difficult, but he did that trick all over the world. We did that trick everywhere we went and they all fell for it. There was no doubt about it. They were just enamored with Muhammad Ali without doubt. So now we go to part two of Muhammad Ali and why I am the greatest. take old man Lister's title away. Me, a little old kid who don't even shave yet. I'm going to be champ of the world before I'm old enough to do my first shaving commercial. And I'm going to make boxing popular again. Me, with my beautiful, colorful personality. I'm going to make boxing interesting. Boxing doesn't have to be dull. It's the fighters who are dull. I watched the fight of the week on TV. They call that the fight of the week? It was so boring, every time the bell rang, it woke up the referee. (laughs) It hurts me to say this because I know a lot of fighters, and I like them. They are nice, gentle guys who wouldn't hurt anybody, not even in the rain. (laughs) And I'm going to bring back the excitement in boxing. I'm going to be the heavyweight champion of the world, and I won't be satisfied with that. After becoming champion of the world, I'm going to become champion of the universe. I want to take on those little green men from Venus. Those slick, shiny-headed green men. I can lick them. I won't be afraid of the way they look. After all, they can't look no worse than Sonny Liston. (laughs) Yes, America, I'm the resurrector of the fight game. I'm going to save boxing. I'm going to bring boxing back to life. Fighting was dull until I came alone because the greatest wasn't around. But time brings about a change. As the earth rotates around the sun, a change takes place. There's spring, summer, fall, and winter. Boxing was at the winter stage. But now the flowers are blooming. Spring is coming. I am on the horizon. Liston's fall will mark the arrival of spring. Yes, there's going to be a new champion. A champion you can tell your kids to be like. I'm a perfect idol for the kids. I'm good looking, clean living, culture, and I am modest. I am so modest I can admit my own fault. My only fault is I don't realize how great I really am. It's hard to be humble when you are as great as I am. I'm the new frontier of boxing, and boxing must move ahead. I'm going to win the championship with vigor. That's... That's part of my physical fitness program. 
all Sonny Liston's got is a physical fatness program. <laughs> and with my vigor, I'm going to ask Congress to help Mr. Liston. I will ask them to pass a health bill. Because after all, Mr. Liston fights me, he's going to need Medicare. And if I hit him in the mouth, he's going to need Denticare. Yes, I'm going to move boxing ahead. I don't ask what boxing can do for me. I ask what I can do for boxing. Because I am great. I am the greatest. And I can even tell the truth about the future. To prove this point, I would like to read one of the many masterpieces I wrote this afternoon. <laughs> My Prophecies by Cassius Clay. When Cassius says a fight will go five rounds, the bell for the six just never sounds. When I tangled with Archie, I predicted four. And that's all there was, there wasn't any more. When they queried me about the coop about, I answered with Shakespearean thrift. When they asked me what round I knocked Henry out, I answered, Henry V. The one and only Cassius Marcel Steff was born January 17, 1942 in Louisville, Kentucky. Died six years ago in Arizona near Phoenix, of course. The septus was the uh, the alleged uh, result of his death. But the bottom line, it was just natural causes, and he was like, he was he was tired. I mean, Muhammad Ali. When I watched him the last couple of years, it was really really tough for me to look at him on TV. And you know, people people would tell me I saw like Larry Holmes would tell me, yeah, I was with Ali last week. He didn't say words. Well, how long were you with him? He was like two and a half hours. Like, two and a half hours. He didn't say nothing. He, he didn't say one word. I said two two. Come on. Anyway, but that's the way it was. He was sort of like I don't want to say in a vegetative state, but he wasn't in a in a. Um, a productive state as far as being able to express himself in the last couple of years of his life. So may he rest in peace. And it was a tough way to him to go. I mean, tough way to, for him to go. Imagine this, being the most prolific speaker, being the most prolific person on the planet, and then being silenced by Parkinson's. I mean, it just, it just I mean, one day he was talking, the next day he was mumbling, and then he wasn't mumbling too much after that. And, you know, I, I was with him in, in China on, on a couple of occasions, and when he had, he had to really work to get the, the thoughts to his mouth. In other words, he had no problems writing down. I mean, he'd write back and forth. He was sort of cool. We'd be on the bus together and writing notes back and forth. I wish I could have kept those notes, man. But anyway, we read those notes back and forth. And he was cool writing and fast writing, but he was fit quicker with the handwriting than he was, and his hands were all arthritic, but he, than he was as far as, you know, the ability to talk was concerned. So that was a, that was a tough, that was a tough thing because I would pick my, I would pick my shots. I mean, I wouldn't ask him about everything. I mean, I wanted to ask him about every single thing in the entire world. I could have kept talking to him for the, for every minute I was with him and beyond. Okay. <clears throat> but I couldn't, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't the, uh, <clears throat> he wasn't as sharp. Now put this, he was sharp, but he couldn't articulate himself in the manner which he wanted to. No doubt about that. Now let's talk about some results over the weekend. Of course, I mentioned the fact that uh, Kevin Johnson got drilled. <clears throat> Guess who was a winner last night? Eva Guzman. That's right. Frank Guzman's wife. Frank lives work. Frank trains fighters over there at King's Gym in Oakland, California. She beat up on a girl named Isabel Milan. It was a, a WB 105-pound, 112-pound title fight. So we'll see if she's good enough to hook it up with the other champions, 112 pounds, 108 pounds. Of course, there's some... Man, Baby Doll's a good fighter, so know about that. Women's boxing is about to make a comeback. And the reason why I say that is because it was so 
so, you know, after Christy Martin, Lucia Riker sort of just floundered there. There was nobody worthy of watching. Now you've got all these girls worth watching. They're coming around. Of course, you know, Miss Taylor performing a couple of weeks ago. I mean, you've got all these fantastic women now. And like Larry Merchant said, it was probably probably a lot of it was brought out by the fact that, you know, they had the million-dollar baby thing. I mean, the million-dollar baby thing just went over well. And Morgan Freeman, I mean, was it Hillary Swank? I think she won, uh, she won, uh, she won some Academy Awards for that. She won an Academy Way. She won an Academy with Best Actress, I believe. So, you know, I mean, no doubt about it, that move had it, that movie had its effect. Now, as far as top 10 women pound for pound in the world of boxing right now, as well, I guess the Puerto Rican, of course, we're talking about Amanda Serrano. She's going to get involved in an MMA fight this month, I believe. She's 32 years old with a record of 40 wins, one loss, and one draw with like 26 KOs. Jessica McCaskill, of course, we saw her. She's a stockbroker from Chicago. She's now 10 and 2. She, uh, she's a wonderful little fighter. She's got a good personality to her. She, she brings, and listen, how many high techie girls, you know, how many techies are like world champions? But Jessica McCaskill is just that. And Cianessa Estrada, of course, she's the number three pound for pound fighter as far as the females are concerned at boxrec.com. And, and I'm so high on her. It's unbelievable. She's like 20 and 0. She's got like 13 knockouts. She comes from us from East LA. Of course, Oscar De La Hoya has her. He's promoting her. He realizes she might be the, listen, she not, might only be the most talented woman out there, although Hector thinks she can't fight much. Hector isn't, Hector isn't big on women's boxing. Um, anyway, um, but she may, she may not be the biggest fighter out there, okay? 108 pounds, 112 pounds, 105 pounds. That's what she fights at, those three weight classes. But she probably has the, she probably can articulate herself better than any woman in professional boxing right now. She has a, she has almost a professional wrestling type of uh, shtick if she wants to. I kid you not. So Cianessa Estrada is the 105-pound champion of the WWE. Now, Katie Taylor, of course, coming to us from the U.K. She's rocking and rolling. As rest, the rest of the women here, <clears throat> I'm not that all thrilled with. Because you know I'm not a fan of Clarissa Shields. Sorry, Clarissa. All the title belts you can have, all the title belts in the world, but... You know, I wouldn't walk across the street to see you fight unless they were paying me. That's just the way it is. Sorry, Clarissa Shield, what she's down. 11-0 and 0 with, like, one knockout or two knockouts. Not too much. Cecilia Brakis, she's seen better days. Of course, the pound-for-pound woman's king for a long time. And she ran into uh, Miss McCaskill, so that things will change. Well, no doubt about that. Not only the first time, but the second time. The second time, she was beaten down even worse. So the bottom line is, at the end of the day, Cecilia McCaskill, I mean, uh, yeah, Cecilia Brekis has probably seen her better days. As far as the rest of the women's concerned, there's nothing really here that jumps out for me. I just, I mean, I'm looking down here at the list, top 25, top 30 women. Uh, I don't know. You know, women's boxing, because a million dollar baby, the fact, the fact that women feel liberated now, they're in boxing gyms all over the place. It's, it's not any different. I mean, when I was boxing back in the day, we had some female fighters in the gym, so it wasn't a queer thing that we would, uh, an off the wall thing where we have some women fighters in the gym and things like that. I remember, uh, was it her name? Louie? Uh, what was her first name? Anyway, anyway, she fought here locally and, and she like broke the barrier. I think she was the first one to really break the barrier locally. And then we had the, that lady tiger, the lady tiger. She was a famous professional fighter. She fought here locally. She fought at the circle star and she trained in and out of Newman's gym a few different times. And, you know, <clears throat> to show you how, how manly she was, I was looking at her in the ring one time sparring, and she was sparring a dude, and I thought there were two dudes. I thought there were, I just thought there were two guys. I mean, I did. When I realized later that she was a chick, you know, that she saw her from the front real close, I said to myself, good Lord, that's a shocker, no doubt about that. Pound for pound, best woman's fighter in the world, without a doubt, 
seeing Estes Estrada. That's my feeling. I just do. I think she's got better. I think she's got better skills. She's fast. She's she moves around. I mean, she can do the southpaw thing. She can do the the orthodox thing. I mean, she can do it all. She's fighting 105 pounds. She can. She's fought people at 112 pounds, and she says she's been at a size disadvantage at 112 pounds. But 108 pounds, 105 pounds. I don't know if she's going to make the big type of money there. I don't know if she's going to make it there. I think you've. Maybe 112 pounds might be the, the beginning point as far as women are concerned, as far as making big money. But, you know, we'll see what happens with that. And if somebody just sent me a text, what about Daniela Romina Bermudez? Uh, I think she's like 29 and 4 or something like that. I'm not too high on her. She comes to us, of course, from, the, um, from Argentina. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, little tower of power to the break. Down to the nightclub. You know the story, right? If you got the dough, the liquor will flow. There's only one place to go, down to the nightclub. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC with Pedro Fernandez. I would never let a woman kick my ass. If she tried anything, I'd be like, hey, you get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Those are the mighty horns of the Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA. As I look through the wee screen there, I see my producer like sugar gritting his teeth. You are tuned to the longest running fight show in history. Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. The stream uh, for the Twitch.tv is out. What can I say other than I want to take this computer and throw it against the wall? But if I did that... I'd really be in trouble, so I can't do that. But I want to. You are tuned to Ring. <laughs> this obviously. You are tuned to the longest running fight show in Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Getting some texts here. Why don't I talk more about my travels? I've been to 34 countries. I talk about being to the 34 countries. Why don't I talk more about my travels? Um, are you ashamed of them? No, I mean, I didn't do anything that was like international incidents or anything like that. I, mean, I never got in any trouble when I was abroad. I was always afraid of that. That's why I didn't do things when I was abroad. And like, you know, <clears throat> I want to talk about. It. I didn't do scandalous things. I stayed away from scandal when I was abroad because I was afraid that something would happen to me and I'd be an American stuck in another country and, you know, this didn't work out that way. So a lot of times I just went back to my room and, like, went to sleep and went to, went to my room and watched the Rockford Files on my computer or something like that. I mean, that's, that's what it is. So me being on the road, although in the daytime, you know, we'd go out and check out various aspects of the country we were in and things like that and do our TV work when we were there. And, of course, we had the fight cards, but... Outside of that, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a big party guy. I never was a big party guy. I remember a big time we were partying in, um, in Budapest, Hungary at the WBO convention a few years back and Don King was drinking and Don couldn't stand up and this and that. And then I tried to stand them up and that was, that was, I almost threw my back out. Imagine trying to stand up a 290, he was dead weight. We're talking total dead weight at 290 pounds, trying to get him from a seated position in a low seat to standing. That was tough. It took four people. I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, hour number one of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, on WBC Boxing TV. We have an event coming up on July the 3rd. I do Palamental Productions, of course, going to present La Fuente 2021. Check out the website, LaFuente2021.com. Of course, we're rocking and rolling. We're going to dance. We'll have Bobby A., the DJ, and, of course, Mr. Salsa as well. Going to rock and roll. Going to bring things back to the old school days. That's going to be July 3rd at Rocopoco in San Francisco, California. Check it out, LaFuente.com. Don't forget, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Coming up after the break, we'll talk. We'll bring in the UK ace. Sir Kenneth Rainford from the United Kingdom on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Stay tuned after the racist news. You 
USA Radio News with Jeremy Scott. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, a Democrat, says he will not vote with his party for the latest overhaul of U.S. election law in at least a generation. The move virtually guarantees the failure of the legislation after near-party-line approval in the House. Senator Manchin wrote in the Charleston Gazette Mail that voting in election reform that is done in a partisan manner will all but ensure partisan divisions continue to deepen. Democrats will start preparing the infrastructure bill for a vote on the House floor on Wednesday with or without Republican support. U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm on CNN's State of the Union pressed Republicans into action. Without putting a specific date on it, you know that they talked on Friday, they're going to talk on Monday. The thing is, it's just uh, a bit perplexing why the Republicans haven't moved further. The Biden administration rejected Republicans' latest offer of over $300 billion in new spending on Friday. This is USA Radio News. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch to the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call Right now, and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. The Georgia Republican Party has approved a resolution censoring Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. The Georgia GOP during a convention approved a resolution that says he failed to perform his duties in accordance with the laws of the Constitution of the state of Georgia. Epic Times reports that his own state's Republicans accused him of undermining the security of our elections by allowing mass mailings of absentee applications by his office and third parties, which created opportunities for fraud and overwhelmed election offices, rendering accurate signature matching nearly impossible, allowing ballot drop boxes without proper chain of custody and ignoring sworn affidavits and disregarding evidence of voter fraud. Raffensperger has said there is no evidence of widespread fraud in the 2020 election, although the boardy chairs has sent dozens of cases to prosecutors. Prince Harry and his wife Meghan have a second child. Britain's Duchess of Sussex gave birth to a baby girl on Friday at Santa Barbara Cottage Hospital in California. She's named Lilibet or Lily after Queen Elizabeth and Harry's late mother, Princess Diana. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. Several ceremonies being held today to commemorate the 77th anniversary of D-Day. It marks the decisive assault that led to the liberation of France and Western Europe from Nazi control and honors those who fell. On D-Day, more than 150,000 Allied troops landed on beaches codenamed Omaha, Utah, Juno, Sword, and Gold, carried by 7,000 boats. As far as what we can learn from those American heroes who stormed the beaches of Normandy, 
April Messier is with the National D-Day Memorial Foundation. Oh, they have so much they can teach us, and it's been such an honor over the years to hear their stories and, and truly just see how everyone came together. It was truly about not only patriotism but cooperation. And, you know, you look at D-Day, it was the most complex military operation ever attempted. And all of these allied forces, not just Americans, but the allies coming together on an international scale to defeat Nazi tyranny. It was not only the achievements that I think we have to remember and reflect on today, what was achieved that day, but also what was lost, because so many were lost. And I think our veterans would want us to remember their comrades, those who paid the ultimate price for their freedoms that we enjoy today. We're reaping the benefits of what happened 77 years ago today. That audio courtesy of Fox News from the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau. I'm Tim Berg. For USA Radio News, online at usaradionews.com, I'm Jeremy Scott. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together. We work together. We respect each other. We like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson... Uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports by live studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide in WBC Boxing TV. Straight up, we are often imitative and never duplicated the original podcast of Source 37 for 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion and an award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly, I know a little bit about boxing, but I'll tell you, I think boxing fans have got insights that I don't have. So the bottom line is I throw this toll-free open toll-free phone line open at the top of each hour I say to myself, you know, let's give these people a chance. They can call me on the phone, talk boxing. Bottom line is here's a toll-free. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free no-commitment text line. That number, 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. In 2009, 
I think I was a ring announcer over in the Oakland, California. They called it the Oracle Arena then at that point in time, of course. It was the Oakland Coliseum Arena. The bottom line is Edison Pantera Miranda was challenging uh, Andre Ward for the world 168-pound title. He got lit up and lost a 12-round decision, I believe. Last night, he was knocked out as a heavyweight. He weighed 248 pounds. This was a guy that fought at 168 pounds. Is that an 80-pound? That's 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 a 60-pound Holy cow. Guy in six, 68 pounds. Bottom line is, Fat Pig got slain in the second round. 40 years old, probably shouldn't have been boxing. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, WBC Boxing TV. We take it across the pond at 20 minutes past the hour and bring in the royal one, Sir Kenneth Rainford on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. 
Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC, right here on Sports Byline. Check this out. This is the new Tower of Power on the Seoul side of town. It broke out like on the top of these charts. Cuddy says they, they call them drops now. I call them records, I thought, or CDs or something like that. But Cuddy says they're drops and Tower of Power's dropped their, uh, that, that album or whatever you want to call it, that musical cut, it dropped like in the top 10 of like a whole bunch of charts. So more power to the Tower of Power. Check them out, towerofpower.com. Of course, the boys from Oakland, California were already touring little places, doing drive-ins and things like that. So I guess they'll be touring full-time. That is a touring band. They will tour until they die, I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking through the world of boxing, MMA, of course, Earl Spence, the uh, one of the world welterweight champions, of course, he and Terrence Crawford sort of like share that title right now. Two guys, both undefeated, sharing that title, got a lot of money to make. They want to fight each other. Of course, they're probably going to blow it and they're going to keep avoiding one another over a lousy 10%. Here's what's up. Each guy wants to fight each other. Terrence Crawford, of course, I think he's the WBO title holder and Spence has got a couple of the other belts at 147 pounds. So, and there's some other guys at 147 as well, but these are the two premier guys at 147 and, uh, each guy wants six percent of the cut. In other words, you know, I get 60% of the money, you get 40% of the money. Well, they couldn't come together and agree on 50-50. Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua in that fight that was supposed to happen in a couple of months, it's not going to happen. Now it's going to be Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder a third time. But, you know, they were willing to take 50-50. They split it up and they were willing to take 50-50. But these guys, as greedy as they are, both Earl Spence and and Terrence Crawford, And they're not as greedy as Floyd Mayweather, because you know what Earl Spence had to say about Floyd? He said, Floyd has got, Floyd's putting on a ski mask tonight, and he's robbing y'all. That's what he said. He's putting on a ski mask, he's robbing you. He's got a point there. He's got a point. This is a, I told you, this is a crime. This is like pay-per-view. This is thievery on pay-per-view. Now, Lou DeBello, the boxing promoter, the former uh, president of sports, I think it was president of sports, no, vice president of sports there, and, uh, and the president, he was a boxing coordinator at HBO for a long time. Of course, he created the Boxing After Dark series. He said in one of some online story I saw, he said he might buy it. You know, I mean, he might buy this thing. Of course, Logan Paul, just a, a big slug. He's 0-1. Jackie Sunshine Smith, she said something like, he fights like a girl. I said, you're a girl. What are you trying to say? She goes, she goes well, you know, I can fight a little bit better than average girls, but he can't fight better. He can't fight even, he fights like a a poorly skilled girl. I said, that bad? She goes, that bad. She sees Mayweather mopping the floor with him. But he goes, Mayweather's 48, 49, 50 years old. How old is he now? Anyway, he's too old to be boxing. He's too old because he doesn't box anyway. It's not boxing. I mean, once the bell rings, where's the excitement? I mean, the, 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 the Conor McGregor thing. You guys gave, you guys gave him all that money. I mean, where was the fight there? And some of you fools thought that McGregor was going to beat him. I couldn't believe that. There were people, I didn't want to take their money, but there were people I know that were actually wanting to bet on, you know, and I don't do that too often. I don't take to people's money too often. I take Hector's money when I can because he's so cheap. I'm just kidding. Um, but I don't, I don't, you know, he and I go back and forth betting over the years. Burgers here, burgers there. We're betting burgers for years. But the bottom line is this heavyweight title fight coming up, of course, at the Allegant Stadium in, I think it's July the 17th, of course, in Las Vegas, the home of the Oakland Raiders. Um, pits two guys together that have been together for like 19 rounds. And for the majority of those 19 rounds, in fact, for all of uh, of about, <clears throat> I figured this out, and I'm a mathematician just right now, okay? But for all of 22 seconds, Tyson Fury was licking Deontay Wilder like a stamp. 
I mean, he was beating him like a drum. I can go on and on and on. I mean, he should have been arrested for domestic violence. I mean, Wilder had no, he had no response. He, what was he doing? He had nothing. All he is is a street fighter with a right hand. And, and, you know, some of the street fighter guys I know, like my cousin Al, who thinks he was tough on the street, all that kind of good stuff, or he's a street fighting type of guy. He has no boxing ability, but he thinks he's got a good, oh, he's going to be a big upset, Pete. He's going to be a big upset. So I says to him, cousin Al, how much you want to bet? We're at some Dave and Buster's party about a week ago. In Concord, California. So he goes, yeah, I'm betting on Wilder. I want to bet big on Wilder. Well, how much you want to bet? And then he sort of got silent on me. But I think he will bet a couple of bucks. He says he wants to bet me, take my money, and then give it back to me. I don't, I don't believe in that. The bottom line is if we're going to bet, we're going to bet. But as far as today's fights are concerned, um, you can bet on Logan Paul and get 8-1. to one. You can bet on Floyd Mayweather and pay 5-1. to one. Something like that. Anyway, the bottom line is it's not a fight worth betting on. I guess... It's an exhibition. I mean, it's not even a boxing match. I mean, they're not even in the same weight classes. I can't believe that any athletic commission would even approve this to to take place. One guy like 180, 100, almost a cruiserweight. Another guy's like 150 pounds. You know, Floyd's not going to be more than 150 dripping wet. Um, so the bottom line is, at the end of the day, it'll be a size mismatch. But here, I think in this instance, size won't matter. Size will not prevail. Size, of course, prevails in pornography and combat sports for the most part, but I think this is one instance where size will not prevail, that the little guy will thump up the big guy. If he doesn't thump up the big guy, I think it's great for boxing. Why do I say that? Because it gives squares an idea that maybe I can do it. I I can do it. And I mean, it'll sort of get most people putting their eyes on boxing screens, and that's all we want. Butts in the seats and people watching uh, on TV and pay-per-view. Of course, that's when it's going to make the sport grow, and the sport needs to grow here in the United States, especially with the lack of um, the lack of an amateur program. I mean, the amateur program in this country just absolutely, absolutely is terrible, man. It's just, it sucks. It's horrible. You wouldn't believe how bad it is. I mean, you just wouldn't. I mean, when you think about the, the fact that you know, average boxing used to be dominated guys, uh, guys like Sugar Ray Leonard and Thomas Hearns and people like that. You don't see that anymore. No, no, you don't even know who the amateur guys are, Sugar Ray Leonard. You don't even know who they are. You don't because amateur boxing has fallen so far off the the mainstream because of the fact that the United States doesn't invest money in it like other countries do. I mean, other countries, other promoters. I remember when when Frank Warren donated. I think he put in like eight or nine million bucks into the amateur boxing program in the UK. And it brought us a lot of the stars like Ricky Hatton and, and Ricky, uh, Ricky Burns and, and guys like that and, and, uh, Amir Khan and to an extent, I think, was he, was he, was, no, I don't think he was with, uh, yeah, of course he was with Ahmed, but he didn't have anything to do with getting Ahmed, making Ahmed a star. Of course, Ahmed was a star when he got there. Speaking of Ahmed, people ask me, where do I rate him as far as world featherweight champions are concerned? Of course, probably one of the hardest guys ever to beat at 126 pounds because he was so, so, uh, he, I don't know how to even describe him. He was a southpaw that threw punches like from the ceiling. And yet he was able to knock a whole lot of people out until he ran into Marco Antonio Barrera. I remember thinking that, you know, Barrera and him were going to be a good fight. I'm sitting there ringside. And, of course, Mills Lane, I was sitting next to Mills for a little bit there. And Mills says to me, you know, that's not the same guy I saw a month and a half ago or two months ago. I said, what do you mean? He goes, he shrunk. He shrunk. He couldn't believe it because, you know, Hamed was walking around 155 pounds <clears throat> for the pre-fight press tour. When he got down to 126 pounds, he looked like nothing. He just, I mean, he looked like absolutely nothing. Of course, and he had nothing in the ring, and Barrera threw him around. And that first round was the first round where Barrera threw him into the corner post and said to him, like, mm, let me show you who's boss here. Of course, Marco Antonio Barrera, the better of the three. I think as far as Marco Antonio Barrera, Eric Morales, and, of course, Princess Nima Med, those were the three big stars there at 122, 126 pounds. I always thought the most of Barrera. 
I did. I mean, Barrera was a, a monster, without a doubt. I mean, he, yikes. I mean, I, I worked fights where he was the uh, the champion. I won't mention who the opponents were because I know a couple of these guys personally. But he was absolutely, the, the, I went into the opponent's dressing room and you could hear a pin drop. You could hear a mouse pissing on cotton in the corner. I kid, that's how quiet it was. And you knew what was about to happen. You know what I'm saying? And Marco Antonio Barrera was like 40 and 0 with like 38 or 39 knockouts, something like that. He was like, had a phenomenal run, a phenomenal run. But past fighter, pound for pound, I think, to come out of Mexico. Is he better than Chavez? That's why I keep getting these, these quizzes. Who's the best Mexican fighter of all time? Well, it certainly isn't Chavez Sr. I mean, Chavez Jr. Of course, Chavez Sr., the legend living in boxcars, living in a railroad car in Tijuana. This all, this, this really gets to me. The fact he was living in a railroad, a train. That means there was no electricity in there. Okay, he was living in a boxcar. He lived in a boxcar and he fought four and six rounders with the dreams of becoming world champion one day. That's what boxing can do for you. A kid that was poor, a kid that had nothing, a kid that's like me, still eating rice and beans. I mean, that's that's what it, that's what it was all about. And yet, Chavez was able to rise rise above all that. Of course, maybe without a doubt, the greatest fighter in the history of Mexico. I would have to say that Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., a champion, for like starting at 126 pounds. Went all the way up and, of course, fought Oscar in 1996, Oscar De La Hoya. Of course, that was a fight that I promoted on closed circuit television down there in South, take it back, San Bruno, California, on the four screens at the, the theater there. I had it going on. Oh, it sold out in advance. And we had three screens in Spanish, one screen in English. And Joe Gallardi, of course, the godfather of pay-per-view, may he... Uh, He's chilling now in Las Vegas. He moved there about a month and a half ago from San Jose, California. But he's got to be like 90 years old now, close to 90 years old. But he was a king of pay-per-view. Nothing went down as far as uh, closed circuit. I mean, that was the predecessor to pay-per-view. What I mean by that is you had to pay to watch it, but you didn't pay to watch it at home. You paid to watch it at a theater or at a, uh, a gym or something like that. That's the way the fights were back then. And you know what? It made for good times because <clears throat> all of us, we get together, fight fans, we get together for big fights at the theaters or at Winterland or at the Cow Pals. Remember, we all saw the Roberto Duran Sugar Ray Leonard fight there at the Cow Pals. Of course, the first one. And everybody thought that because they announced the decision backwards in French-Canadian that Leonard won the fight. It was obvious that Duran won the fight. But they they announced the scores backwards. And if you didn't know French-Canadian, you thought that Leonard had won the fight because they were about to announce it in English before they had, announced, they had previously announced it in French-Canadian. Anyway, the confusion was there. My trainer at the time, Fred Gilbert, may he rest in peace, who was a fair uh, club fighter middleweight out of San Francisco, fought in San Diego, L.A., please like that, always went on the road as the opponent. But he bet on Sugar Ray Leonard that night, and he bet with some Mexican dudes. And, of course, they had bet on Roberto Duran. And after the um, – when, when, uh, when, the, when the fight was announced and the fact that, you know, they do-do-do-do-do, they sort of had Sugar Ray Leonard winning, the French Canadians did, the fans started heading for the turnstiles before they announced it in English. And Fred chased this guy down. Man, you owe me some money. You owe me some money. Well, it turns out Fred owed him the money. <laughs> Ray Leonard lost that night. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Mighty Tower of Power. This time it's real. It's always real on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV.
Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Man, I guess if you're a boxing fan, June 19th's got it going on. Get this, they've got an exhibition on pay-per-view, that's right. Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., the aforementioned greatest fighter in the history of Mexico, taking on Hector Camacho Jr. Uh, what can I say? He should be arrested for using Hector Camacho's name. That's how bad the kid was compared to the father. He and I sat together for the um, uh, Felix Trinidad-Bernard uh, Hopkins fight in New York City in the Madison Square, Madison Square Garden. We sat next to each other, and what can I say? 
He's he's a good kid, but he ain't no fighter. Of course, Jaime McGee going to go against some guy named Selecki. That's going to go down June 19th. That's going to be on uh, the zone in the afternoon. Of course, the same day, June 19th, on Showtime. Of course, it's going to be 9 o'clock at night, 6 o'clock on the West Coast. Uh, Jermel Charlo, the better of the Charlo brothers, I believe. The, yeah, the better of the brother Charlo brothers, still undefeated, taking on Juan Macias Mantiel. June 19th, Nanoa Inouye, of course, the guy that beat Nonito De Nair about a year and a half ago. Barely, we got his facial bones broken in a couple of spots. He's taking a guy named Michael Dasmarinas, and of course on the 19th, I'm not done. Teofimo Lopez taking on George Cambosis. That's going to be on pay per view. So the fight in 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 demand pay per view. That's going to be the the that one. Uh, ESPN is going to be Nanoy. Uh, Jermel Charles is going to be on Showtime. Munguia is going to be on the Zone. And Hector Camacho and Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., if you wanted to watch that, is going to be on pay per view. So if you don't have uh, some way of buying or cheating and stealing all these fights, you're probably going to go broke on uh, June 19th. That being said, let's take it across the pond and bring in the one, the only, my man, the royal one, Sir Kenneth Rainford. How are you today, sir? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. Life treating you okay over there? Yeah, yeah, it's good. We've had some really nice weather. It's um, It's been great. The gym's been nice and hot, so you don't have to do too much warming up. It's uh, it's great. Yeah, it's lovely. Okay, are, are the gyms open? I mean, can can people go to the gyms if they have memberships and things like that? Yeah, they've just started uh, allowing people to go to gyms and stuff. So uh, we're we're pretty much back on track with that kind of thing. Um, you know, there are other restrictions with travel, et cetera, et cetera. You know. You know, I, I've got a. I'm going to throw a, a concert and a dance on in, in July the third here in San Francisco, and um, I've. Either you come with some proof of vaccination, or you take a test at the door. You think I'm asking for too much? No, not really. Okay. Well, I, just, I thought that, I just thought that, you know some people say to me you're you're asking a lot. Well, I don't think I'm asking a lot. I mean, you know, we don't want well, people. When, you're, when you think what this virus has done, I think every every procedure that they can take to ensure the safety of other people in there. Um, who have been living, you know, the correct life. I, I don't think, I don't think there's, there's too much really to ask for. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I'm a bit of a hypocrite myself because I haven't had the vaccine yet. Um, you know, but then again, I had COVID badly in, in, in August myself. So. Well, yeah, I know. And you kicked it. So that, that was amazing. Now what's happening in the UK, sir, Kenneth Rainford, what's going on over there? Of course, Tyson Fury is going to come over here on the 17th and, uh, take on Deontay Wilder for a third fight. Why was the Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury fight? Why did that break down? Could they not give Wilder enough money? Is that it? Well, basically, I think what we've been talking about for quite some time now has just turned comes to fruition. Basically, this is all about money, TV deals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, as you know, um, you know, Eddie Hearn has done a deal, a five-year deal with the Zone. Anthony uh, Anthony Joshua has one fight left on the Sky contract. Which is going to be Usyk. Um, they didn't want to put everything in, in 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 the basket for the last fight with Sky uh, with uh, with Tyson Fury. It's it's fairly clear now. So Fury's going to fight Wilder, which is still, I think, a dangerous fight. Uh, Joshua's going to destroy Usyk, and then the Zone will step in with a mega million deal, and uh, off they'll go to fight. You know. If I was Fury, I and, and I was able to have that type of height, that type of height advantage over a bigger guy, and I've beaten him twice. And of course, I think I talked about it earlier. I don't think Tyson Fury lost, but about twenty-two seconds, if that, in both those fights, he got knocked down one time in one fight, got knocked down in the second fight in, in another round. But outside of those two knockdowns, 
he didn't he didn't lose any rounds. I mean, he went into the rematch. He shut him out in the rematch. I mean, what more does Tyson Fury have to do? Does the Tyson Fury have to murder him to get Deontay Wilder to go away? Yeah, but I mean, you know, I can imagine I can imagine Fury's going to come out and want to bash Wilder early again. I have been watching some footage of Wilder who shred he shed that weight that he put on for the second fight. Mm-hmm. He's back lean and slim, and ironically, they were saying he doesn't hit the heavy bag. I've seen him hitting the heavy bag now. Which which doesn't look that impressive to be fair, um, but he's always going to be a dangerous fighter for anyone. Um, but I just hope I hope Fury doesn't get complacent, goes out and, and bashes him up, and uh, and eventually we get this Joshua Fury fight. Champ, how can you not look good on the bag? I just saw you looking good on the bag. <laughs> uh, he, 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 Wilder just looked a bit. He just didn't look. He didn't look. He looked like he was flowing. He was because he was tending to, to, to move around, one shot the bag, and it looked like, ironically, he, he wasn't enjoying it. You know, Sir Kenneth Rainford is because he's not a boxer per se. He's a street fighter. He's a guy with that one shot. I'm telling you, the only ones that really give him a shot are guys I know that are street fighters have that through street fighter mentality. I can knock him out with one punch. I can knock him out with one punch. And that's it. That's all he's, that's all he brings to the dance. I mean, he has no footwork. He has no jab. Um, he doesn't jump rope. He doesn't hit the bag much. And obviously when he hits the bag, he doesn't look like a guy that, that won a 2004 Olympic bronze medal or 2008 Olympic bronze medals and then went 40 fights undefeated. No, I didn't lose Kenny, did I? No, no, I'm here, I'm here. Okay, all right. Anyway, did, did you catch that? My producer's in the other room, like, banging his head against the wall listening, because when, when, when the signal goes bad, he just goes absolutely berserk. So that's when I sort of know when the signal goes bad, when I look through the window and see him going berserk. So you're okay? <laughs> you, can, you can hear me? <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, we're, yeah, I mean it's, good thing, it's a good thing he doesn't have a gun back there. That's all I can say. No guns, no bombs, because if he did, he'd probably blow this. we all run out and blow this place up. Anyway, um, Fury... You, He's going to make a lot of money. The Anthony Joshua thing, I realize the Sky, the Sky, the uh, leaving Sky, Sky TV, and the Usyk fight. You know, Usyk was a monster as a cruiserweight. Usyk doesn't impress me at all at heavyweight. None. No, not at all. That's why they've taken the fight. You know, it's, uh, for me, it's a manipulated fight to you know to just buy time, get a TV fight, get Joshua some more money that he doesn't need, and uh, you know, you know, keep hold of another belt because they're they're, they're issuing. Uh, the the Usyk must be the next person that Joshua fights, so it all falls into place. Well, the WBO is mandating that, and of course, Usyk, the former undisputed cruiserweight champion, but that was like two hundred pounds, and that was a while back. And of course, he's taken on Anthony Joshua. Of course, he once beaten guy, the guy that basically gave his chin. I mean, he just gave his put his chin out there with with Andy Ruiz, or called an Anti Ruiz, of course, and he got knocked out. Of course, the second fight he came back and he won almost all twelve rounds, but Andy was like two hundred ninety five pounds. Hey, you know the fact that Andy Ruiz came into that last fight a little slimmer than he was before is is that enough to give him props? Yeah, uh, yeah, and he seems to work hard. He, you know, he seems to seems to want it back. So, uh, you know, I don't think you can you can rise off Andy Ruiz yet. Okay, so who? What other? What about Dubois? Were you impressed with Dubois, Daniel Dubois' performance yesterday in the UK? Well, I was working when the fight was on. I was watching bits of it. Um, he, he scored a second round knockout, but yeah, you know, he, he, you know, but you've got to, you got to ask what was in front of him, you know. Okay, 
You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking at the world of combat sports, of course. And uh, we don't cover MMA. I keep getting pages. Somebody shot me another text page. Why don't you go into depth on the UFC? Okay, so I will cover the UFC before the the end of this hour real briefly. But the bottom line is we're not going to go in depth on it. Kenny, you got time to stick around for another segment with me? Yeah, sure. All right. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217. Of course, we come to you live on iHeart, delayed on iHeart, Sports Byline Live, SportsByline.com carries us live. So all kinds of different avenues of uh, uh, to listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. And, of course, there's also the undependable... Twitch.tv broadcast. You know, we're supposed to go on this live color broadcast right now. They have all these beautiful cameras in the studio and that kind of stuff. They don't work. What can I say? Do I sound frustrated? Maybe. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Let me go to the break really calm. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of combat sports. We'll be back with Sir Kenneth Rainford after the break. like this happened um, the best man won tonight but my 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 my, trend, my coat my side threw in the towel and you know i'm ready to go out on my shield man you know what i'm saying i had a lot of things going on coming into this fight but it is what it is you know my I, I was already my leg was already re-coming in due to other little things but you know i make no excuses tonight i just wish that my corner would have let me went out on my shield i'm a warrior My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Palio Restaurant has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there is no surprise that it's been voted best overall restaurant in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio has been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. That's paliosf.com. P-A-L-I-O-S-F.com. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, 
Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, before I knew Kenny Rainford, the smartest guy I ever knew in the world of British boxing was a guy by the was born by the name of he was Mickey Duff, but he was born Monarch Prager. He died in 2014. I think he was like almost 90 years old. But he was the shrewdest dude I ever met in my life when it came to the sport of boxing. I mean, he could he could promote. He fought at one point in time. He lost eight fights, I think, in 42 fights as a pro. So Mickey Duff, may he rest in peace. Kenny Rainford, did you know Mickey Duff at all? I was very, very blessed to have known him. Very, very knowledgeable guy. Real knowledgeable. I could sit and talk to Mickey for hours. And so could I. I mean, Palm Springs... With Yamil Charde, of course, the, the Lebanese, the Lebanese, uh, Cuddy just put a bag over his head in the other side of the studio, so I'm just freaking out. But the Lebanese manager, of course, of Wilfredo Gomez and different Puerto Rican fighters, they were real tight. Mickey Duff and Yamil Charde were tough and were tight. And I see him at WBC convention and different fights and this and that. Got to spend time with him. And, you know, Mickey was always, he, you could tell he was, I mean, he was always thinking. And then towards the end, he got the Alzheimer's. I saw him a couple of times, and I had to prompt him as to who I was and this and that. And that was a little disheartening. But, you know, all in all, a wonderful man, and I was so lucky to have met him. I'm glad you were too. Yeah, he was He was there in the Thomas Beckett gym when I was uh, sparring James Quick Tillis, who was over in England to fight Gary Mason at the time. It was uh, one weekend in the, in the Thomas Beckett, and, and – Mickey Duff, Duff was watching a spa like he was a, a diehard boxing fan. He still had that much love for the game even then. Yeah, well, born in June of 1929, of course, in Poland. Uh, he helped his family flee the Nazis, immigrated to England in the early 1930s uh, as a baby. Bottom line is, may he rest in peace. But the smartest man I think I've ever met as far as he could do, he knew everything about the fight game. Absolutely everything, even about color commentators like myself. I kid you not. So anyway, what's new in UK boxing, Sir Kenneth? Uh, there's a, a lot of talk jumping onto the, the Olympians uh, in, the, in the amateurs. Uh, ben Whitaker, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a light heavyweight in, in Britain, and they're, 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 they're making big noises that he could be uh, uh, on the path to perhaps a, a gold medal in the next Olympics. Yeah, but, but but the Olympics aren't going to take place. I mean, the United States is sending two people to the Olympics. Two people. I think if, if they were sending two people, I would have made weight and tried to go. <laughs> I'll join you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I say, this, this is just what the talk is. You know, we, we just really don't know what is going to happen, do we, really, you know, with with, uh, with things and stuff, you know, what, what what is and what isn't going to take place, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, there was a there was a a, a famous uh, a famous Liverpoolian boxer by the name of Joey Singleton who was known as Joey the Jab. Uh, he turned seventy years of age today, and uh, he he won the British light welterweight rec- uh, 
British Light Welterweight title, which is 140 in record time. I think it was in his about his seventh or ninth professional fight. And he ended up losing it to uh, the Johnny, uh, uh, um, Dave Boy Green, sorry, he lost it to Dave Boy Green. Um, mm. But he fought everyone, Kirkland, Lang, all the big names, you know, he turned 70 today. Yeah. Real nice guy. Uh, happy birthday to him, but, but Davy Boy Green, when he when Ray Leonard hit him with those three punches, Ray Leonard oh. that was that was almost like attempted murder. I mean, it was, yikes! I I mean, I couldn't because you and I have fought, okay, Kenny. So you, can you ever imagine eating a three punch combination like that? Uh, honestly, you know, thankfully he didn't. But when I watched that live, I thought Leonard killed him with that left hook. I really did. I think a lot of us did. And of course, that set up the Roberto Duran, uh, Ray Leonard fight, June 20th, 1980. Of course, Duran would come in in fantastic condition and win a 15-round unanimous decision. Follow that up with the No Moss fight, of course, which people will say tarnished his career forever. I thought he came back and, and redeemed himself with wins over Cuevas and, and, and especially with the win over Davey Moore. And the fact that he went 15 rounds with a man considered the greatest middleweight of all time, or one of them without a doubt, marvelous Marvin Hagler. And here he was a lightweight. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. All right, no so, doubt. so as far as UK is going right now, the women's boxing, it, Katie's, I mean, women's boxing is taking off over there. It's taking off over here. The Zone's willing to put some money in it. Barry Hearn's spending some money on that. Um, women's boxing, I think if they invest in women's boxing and they, like they invested in amateur boxing in the U.K., it'll be successful. But I can't get people over here in the United States to invest in amateur boxing like like Frank Warren when he threw that $8 million bucks into amateur boxing in the U.K., which sort of like brought us the you know the Ricky Hattons and the guys, and the guys of today. So why can't why can't I get the American Americans? I mean, we only got two people on the Olympic team. Think about that. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a it's just a thing that people don't like to see. You know, you know, don't like to see women hurt each other, etc. And I think that's what that's what delays uh, what what is inevitably going to happen, which is women's boxing will eventually catch up. Well, women's MMA is definitely caught up. At one point in time, Ronda Rousey was the uh, the king of the world of MMA. Yeah, and look how brutal that is. <laughs> you know, I, you and I have dished them out, and there's nothing like. I mean, I don't think I, I, I don't know how to even put this into words. I'm stuttering, mumbling this and that. But the beatings those guys take without the corner throwing in the towel. I mean, you've got to be the most heartless bastard in the entire world to let those guys go out there take that kind of beating and not throw in the towel. Yeah, correct. Well, I just, I just refuse to watch it. You know the. The women's MMA. I just don't, don't, I don't like it. Um, are you a bit, are you a bit like sexist? Are you sexist, Kenny? No, no. I just don't like seeing women hurting themselves. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit sexist, Kenny. There's no doubt about that. All right. Um, as far as Joshua's concerned, this fight with the Usek is going to take place in Wembley. That's the talk, Wembley. Uh, again, summer, summer date. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not excited about it. Are you? No, but you know, I, I understand that the I, now I understand why Joshua and them sort of shoot away from that from that big fight with with uh, Tyson Fury because of the fact that they can make a, a decent amount of money fight Nusek and it sort of gives them the opportunity to go back and make a bunch of money beating up a guy twice that they already beaten Tyson Fury beating up on Wilder once again because that's going to be yeah. a hat trick. Yeah, well, I hope so. I really do. I think it will be, and I really do hope it will be. But again, I I will say, go on record as saying, 
no matter what Wilder is, he's he's dangerous, you know. So Fury, Fury can do it. He just needs to prepare right and, and do what's got to be done. Can Katie Taylor get better than she is? Um, possibly a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. possibly. Do you think she's the best again, woman? In- again, she- if there if there was the, the the if there was the mass of female boxers in America like there was when I was coming up with males, McCallum and Barkley and God knows who else sparred with Virgil Hill. You know, if there was them kind of fights, she could improve by sparring with uh, with talents. You know, with people that, that can bring her on. I think trainer wise, sparring partner wise, because she's sparring with guys and stuff at the minute. Yeah. You know, the only way she can get better is with better quality sparring. You know, I, I remember Ann Wolf was the king, the king, the queen of all women. She was really the king. They call her Ann the Man Wolf. That's how rough she was. She scared the snot out of women and men. In fact, she used to beat up men in the gym, sparring all the time. I used to watch her on YouTube. But Layla Ali was fighting somebody in Washington, D.C. on the Tyson McBride undercard, I think, back in 2004. So I asked Layla, I said, what are the chances of you fighting Ann Wolf? And she goes, who's that? <laughs> okay, that's sort of like telling Muhammad Ali, "What's the chance you fighting Joe Frazier?" And him saying, "Who's Joe?" Yeah, exactly. You know, but exactly. that was Leila Ali. But Ann Wolf, she lit up men. In fact, nobody wanted to fight her. I mean, Leila Ali ran away from her, and nobody. She had to retire. Nobody wanted to fight her. She was that good. Yeah, yeah. Talking about Ali, isn't that just amazing? To, to how time flies. I think it was one day this week. It was five years since we lost Ali. Yeah, I was, that was six, five or six, and I thought it was six, but yeah, I think you're right. It's five, and of course, you know, you know, I, I saw a picture of him the other day, and he, he was old and he was frail, and, and I don't know if I told you this, but you know, Larry used to tell me that they would get together and do these little things where Lonnie would take Ali to an event. Lonnie, being his wife, Mrs. Ali, would take uh, take him to an event, and Ali would sit there, and he would just like his head would hang down, and he wouldn't even be looking up in this, and he was like. I don't say he was, he was, he was non-responsive. How can I put that? Is that the best way I can put it? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. You know, and, 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 and Larry says, I don't want to be, I don't want to be outside like that. I don't want to be outside like that. You know, I don't know if Larry's going to end like that. Speaking of the Eastern assassin, why doesn't, why doesn't he get the props that he should get? Because of the fact he followed Muhammad Ali? He was sandwiched in, in in a real bad era in the sense that he followed Ali, which was the greatest era in boxing. And obviously in 1980, October 1980, he ended up beating Ali uh, badly, you know, to, to put the, you know, put the ghost to rest, so to speak. And then, of course, he was manipulated into fighting Mike Tyson um, by Don King and, and you know, got beaten by, by, by Mike severely. Um, and he just never, because of the beating he gave Ali, people just hated him. They hated him for what he did to Ali. But Ali was the one that brought that fight on. It was him wanting to, 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 you know, to, to knock Larry Holmes out. No, no. But here's what's up. Here's what happened three days, two or three, no, two days before the fight. They're building the outdoor stadium at Caesars Palace. Muhammad Ali's in his suite at Caesars Palace. It was done in just one building. And, um, Harold Rossfield Smith, the late boxing promoter, came in. He was trying to snag Muhammad Ali at that point in time because he had, had trying to make himself a facilitator relationship with Ali. Anyway, Ali's looking out the window and he's real weak. He has a hard time getting up and, and Harold sees this and Harold says, you know, champ, 
Maybe you should postpone this one. Maybe we shouldn't go tomorrow. And Ali said, no, man, there's too many people depending on me. No, there's too many people coming to Las Vegas already. They're already on their way. Most of the people are already here. I can't do that to them. So Ali sort of knew he wasn't going to win. And then he told Gene Kilroy, Gene Kilroy wanted to bet $100,000 on him. And Gene, he told Gene Kilroy, no, no, not this time. But anyway, Harold Smith is with Muhammad Ali up there at the suite. And Don King comes up and sees him. And he says, don't believe that end guy. Don't believe a word that MF says. Don't believe a word he says. Of course, Harold Smith had a suitcase full of money. He was trying to lure Muhammad Ali into another fight after Larry Holmes. I think Harold was of the fantasy that Holmes might have been able to get beaten in. I don't know what he was thinking about. But the bottom line is, I think you're right. The fact that he beat up on Larry, the fact that he beat up on the greatest of all time. And you know what's funny is that Ali at one point in time in my life was a hated figure. I mean, he was a despised figure here in the United States by the masses. I mean, boxing fans liked him and, and people of color liked him, but he was hated by a lot of white people here. Yeah, I can believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I can believe it. I I just I could I could sit and listen to him all day myself. Well, you know, as as I said, the most prolific speaker of the 20th century without a doubt. I mean, you know, you you think of Martin Luther King, you think of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, you think of um, John Kennedy, maybe even Winston Churchill to an extent. I mean, he's great speakers. Right. And then he blows them all away. Muhammad Ali, for me, is probably the most recognized human being with the exception of Jesus Christ in the entire world. I think without a doubt. So what's on your what's on your agenda this week besides training, champ? Ah, uh, just a bit of work, training. I've got a me ironically my daughter's but birthday is on one of the the dates of one of the greatest fights ever, June 9th. She was born June 9th, 2008, which of course is the anniversary of Larry Holmes against Ken Norton, that great fight in, in June 9th, 1978 in Caesars Palace. Right. Good enough, Probably thanks. Probably the greatest, most violent fight I've ever seen in my life. That was violent, no doubt about that. We thank you for your time, Sir Kenneth Rainford. Say hello to the family for me, and I thank you and them for allowing you to come on. No problem anytime. The great Kenny Rainford on Ring Talk Live Worldwide WBC Boxing TV. Without the TV. Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. So check this out. We're at Kimball's over in Emeryville, California. It's got to be about 25, 30 years ago. Jose Mazzervi's with me, and I've got a girl a date, I'm sure. Uh, I don't want to mention her name. But the bottom line is, uh, Lenny Williams is singing the song. So he hands me the microphone, and he says, sing, shoot, oofa. Anyway, I made a big, big fool out of myself. The bottom line is, I never, ever sang again in public. I was totally embarrassed, no doubt about that. The odds on some of the fights, of course, tonight, uh, Badu Jack is going to be part. He's going to take it on a guy by the name of Dervin Colina. He is a minus 2,500 favorite. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Anyway, Floyd Mayweather, minus 2,123 against this guy, Logan Paul. Uh, he's that Logan Paul, if you want to bet on him, he is plus 1,077. The bottom line is, it's you know 10 to 1 if you want to get both one way, almost 21 the other way, 20 to 1 the other way. Um, one guy's got a minus 700 and plus 450. That seems to be the 
the lowest. Take that back. Yeah, another one says minus 800 and minus plus 450. Bottom line is Floyd Mayweather and this guy are going to have some type of exhibition. They should be arrested for impersonating professional fighters without a doubt. Now, the 12th, Shakur Stevenson, of course, the star, the stud, kid from Florida. Kid's got ability. Kid's long. He's lean. He's lanky. He can punch. He can fight. Got a good amateur pedigree. A minus 5,000 favorite against Jeremiah. Good Lord, I hate this guy's name. Nakathelia. I hope I got that pretty right. Nakathelia. Not anyway. Bottom line is Jeremiah is a plus eleven hundred underdog. Uh, good luck on that one. Is Sir Chris Stevenson probably one of the better fighters pound for pound in all of boxing? No doubt about that. Moving things up, I can't believe that Anderson Silva. That's right, Anderson Silva. Remember him? The uh, what they call him? The the killer at the in world of MMA, the spider. Right? He's taking on Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. They're gonna fight on. June 19th. So that's some more of that pay-per-view crap going on. June 19th, Teofimo Lopez and Cambosas. Uh, Tino is a 10-to-1 favorite. Jermel Charles is a 2-and-a-half, take that back, a 20-to-1 favorite over Juan Macias Montiel. And Manoa Inouye is a 25-to-1 favorite over Michael Odessa Marinas. Bottom line is long, long odds. The 26th, the return of Vasilo Manchego. He's minus uh, almost like a 15-to-1 favorite over Masoshi Nakatani. Bottom line is Nakatani can punch, but not that good. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 37, make that 38-plus years now. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I've been knocking out all bums. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Check us out. 24-7, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, of course, 24-7. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect.